This is Not Another Church Podcast with your host, Pastor Tom. All right, so let's go ahead and get started in today's uh, episode of Not Another Church Podcast. We're continuing the discussion that we started last week on marriage, and uh, last week we talked about his needs and her needs and how that kind of plays out in, in day-to-day life, and so today uh, we ha- are going to be talking about expectations and coming into marriage with expectations and then uh, how that kind of plays out. So let's first open up by going around the room. As everyone knows, I'm Pastor Tom. This is... I'm Ann, Tom's wife. I'm Lauren Lister. And I'm Januel Lister. So you guys, g- give us a little bit of a bio. Tell, tell us a little bit about yourselves. Um, I work for a physical therapy clinic in Rainbow City. Um, I grew up going to church in North Glencoe. I actually went to the old church. Um, we have two kids, a nine-year-old and a one-and-a-half-year-old. Yes, and I'm an occupational safety and health specialist at the Anniston Army Depot. Wow, what a title! It is. It's a lot of. It's a lot of a title. It's, it's a lot. So you're at AD. Now, how long have you guys been married? We've been married almost three years, a little over two and a half years. I, 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 I saw a look of wonder there. Hang on now. It's like, is he going to get? See what I, come out of his mouth. I, she's the date forgetter. I remember. Uh, I really am. I, 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 I joked in last week's podcast, but it was actually true that as we walked in here, Anne had her calculator out going, how long have we been married? Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> I felt you when you said that you forget kids' birthdays. I'll yeah. be on the phone and I'll be like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and he'll be correcting me in the background. Yeah, I can't remember. I can't remember names, birthdays, faces. I, I'm pretty bad on memory, just in general. <laughs> yeah. yeah. All right, so as as we before we get into expectations, uh, you brought it up as we were we were getting ready to come in here. So tell us how you guys met. So, so <laughs> <laughs> I first met him at Academy. He's trying to sell me and my dad a gun. Ah. He filled my arms full of stuff. That and she asked for, by the way. Soon as he turned the corner, I put it all back on the shelf and left. <laughs> and oh, then he no commission. No, no, no commission at Academy. Not anymore. a dime. <laughs> and then I saw him again at Absolute Fitness, and he uh, asked me how those uh, bullets were treating me. And I was like, well, you see, you know, ah. they're not because I didn't buy them. But that was very kind of you. <laughs> I see. So you met at Academy, and then, then you, you brought your A-game in at Absolute. Yes, absolutely. So how long did it take from the... So, hey, baby, how did those bullets work out for you, too? First date? I mean, oh, did, did you? Lauren chased me from the time we left Academy. <laughs> from the time she left Academy, she chased me. When I get home, there really she is did. in Facebook and Instagram. I told, ah, I yes. told this boy um, that I didn't even know what his name was, and I was like, I'm going to marry him. Oh, wow. Wow. And he was like, are. that's not how you say his name. Like, <laughs> you should know his name if you're going to marry him. I'm like, oh, okay, thanks. How did you say his name? Janelle. Janelle. Oh. <laughs> so do, do you, does she ever, like when she's mad, does she call you Janelle? No. <laughs> so your name is Daniel, Daniel with, with a, a J, J, right, for the audience yeah. who doesn't yeah. know. <laughs> yes, for anybody that doesn't know, uh, since the time I was five years old, Janelle, no, Janelle. Okay, that's fine. <laughs> Got Daniel with a J, Daniel. Daniel with a J. So uh, we did... 
uh, premarital counseling together before you guys get got married. And I, I want to to tell everybody the reason why I wanted you guys to be in this particular episode was, uh, I and it's pretty typical as you go over expectations. You the couple goes home and they write out their expectations and. Fairly often, the, they come in and the, the, the female has a, you know, single spaced five pages with headings and footnotes, and, and they come in with a little booklet with their expectations. And I, I, I jokingly say, you know, the guy comes in with a scrap piece of paper. Daniel actually wins the prize because he literally came in with a, a receipt. Um, with sex equals lots was the only expectation that we had. I think there were some more. That's just the one that stuck out. <laughs> so, and the fact that it was on receipt paper. That's right. It, it, he really it, did do it in the parking lot, though. That's not completely true. I you thought about doing it in your head. I, yes. I'll, I'll give you the benefit of the doubt here. <laughs> All right, so let, let's talk about why we need to talk about expectations. So if you, if you were to go grab uh, any marriage... Um, or any book about marriage, most of them will say that the, the reason why people get divorced is for one of two reasons. It's either sex or money. And I, I would offer that that's probably not true, that, that it's misplaced expectations about those two subjects. And so anytime we have an expectation that something's going to be a certain way and it doesn't end up that way, we get the, the valley of disappointment. It, it's not how we expected it to be. And so as Ann and I kind of have developed the, the premarital counseling, what we, we've tried to do is create a, a safe environment where folks can come in and kind of talk about what their expectations are. And today, I wanted us to review those categories so that people at home, whether you're, you've been married for 20 years or you've been married for, for two weeks or you're about to get married, can talk through what are your expectations in, in these areas and what is it that, that y- you think your life should look like. In fact, when people come to us for uh, marriage counseling where their marriage is having an issue and, and I've jokingly said but it's unfortunately very true where people walk in the office and say we're getting a divorce unless you can fix it usually the first thing that we do is this we'll go over expectations and make them see that there's, the conflict is really usually not about big things but hundreds of little things where you think it should be this way and they think it should be that way so the kind of the format I want us to do is we're going to walk through the same ca- list of categories that we we did on those in those days and I want us to you guys to tell me how realistic your expectations were when we did premarital counseling versus is day-to-day married life in the last three years. And so uh, we start out with just day-to-day life, uh, chores, that, that uh, who's going to prepare the meals, we're, are we gonna, we're always going to eat at home, um, that sort of stuff. So let's, let's start there. So how, how, what were your expectations? Do you remember what your expectations were? Yes. Okay. So, <laughs> so mine was that Daniel would always take out the trash. I don't know why I said that. Um, I guess that's just because, like, my dad and my brothers always did it. So, like, I never had to. So, it's just kind of something I was like, oh, yeah, well, I think. That's a man's job. That's, yeah. that's what my husband should do. Sure. You know, that's kind of nasty. And so now. So, how's that worked out for you? I'm pretty good to take the trash out. He's pretty good. Most Especially, of the times, though. She'll say something if it needs to go out, and I'll take it out. It's, it doesn't bother me. Most of the times, I just make Reed do it, though. Yeah, that's yeah. what I was going to say. That's, <laughs> that's really what kids are for. Because, if, tr- because I, a lot of times, like, he's either busy or 
I'm chasing now, Carter around, so it's just. And every sun, just about every Sunday, we kind of gradually clean the whole house. And one of my things I do is I go through and grab any trash laying around. There could be a diaper. Because trash runs up on, on a Monday. Yes, way up on a bookshelf. Yeah. No, I'm like yelling in the hallways. I'm like, trash runs Tuesday. tomorrow. Yes. So yeah, we, we have that. <laughs> well, kids have this this thing of whoever puts trash in the trash can and it actually falls in the floor, that you're, you yes. then are responsible to take the trash out. Mm-hmm. So it's amazing how they can balance. Yeah. Uh, uh, so that our little trash, we have a small trash can, and it will be two feet above the lip of the trash can with this beautifully organized origami of garbage balanced yeah. on top. Yeah, they'll do anything to not yeah. have to take it out. I like it's some big, huge chore, so... Reed hasn't got to that point yet, so we're, we're good. You're, you're soon. And we also say, hey, take the trash. We, we'll get it out and just say, hey, take it to the garbage can. And he doesn't normally put up a fight about it. He just... Well, there you go. Okay. There you go. So, uh, I remember one of your expectations about eating together. Yes. I was raised on every single night you sit at the dinner table. So Every how, single night. How has that worked out we for you? Have we have held that together. So we Very rarely, I guess occasionally, if there's something on TV that we're set down to watch that we'll go eat in front of the TV, we'll say. But for the most part, we Every night. sit at the table, sit together, and eat dinner. So how Even did that work out during football season? Football season. Crock-pot meals. Yeah, crock-pot meals. Crock-pot meal. Or have it, go get it and bring it home. Maybe just And we would sit at the table. Yeah. Well, that's night. good. That, that's awesome. Yeah, that's interesting. Something that you said when you were introducing that was that um, this is the way that I did it when I was growing up. So I think that's where your expectations come from a lot of times. 100%. We did too as a family. We pretty much every night. Now during football season, there were three kids at three different age levels playing sports. So some may get off earlier, but for the most part, we ate as a family. And, And that is really normal that whatever your normal was growing up, that's your expectation. And in your mind, that's that's normal. That's the way it's supposed to be done. When in reality, it was just the way you did it. But I will say, though, there are a lot of expectations that I had that I watched my parents do that I've watched my family do that don't play well in our life together. So that is another like thing that we've run into, like things that you know my parents did like a date night or this or that that doesn't also work for us so things you wanted to change right yeah right yeah sometimes growing up you you see how things are done in your own family and you say I don't want to do that or I want a different result or something like that so that can be good too that Mm -hmm. can be productive yeah yeah, growing up we always had a really really sad pathetic Christmas tree that mom got at Sears (laughs) on on uh, uh, you know in January when they were they were throwing out the the stuff and I I remember putting this silly thing together and it 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 had red branches that went on the bottom and it had like paint on the tips and it was so old that all the paint was off and so the first step of putting the tree together was everybody to stand around and stare at the tip I think this is red no that's orange (laughs) and then once we finally got that you would assemble this tree and then it had little collars that went in between the branches that were Oh, it was so sad. And mom had this lit light thing. And I remember as a kid thinking, I'm not doing that. See, I'm going all out for a tree. That's that's one thing that I my expectations were Christmas tree wise. My family, we've always done a real Christmas tree with very few 
basic decorations, the stuff that we've grown up and made, right, right. things we've gotten from out of town that are just different, unique. Mm-hmm. Sorry, Tracy, for when you hear this, but uh, Lauren's family likes to do what I call a department store Christmas tree. <laughs> <laughs> you walk into Sears, it's one solid color, and it's bows, ribbons, and basic round and pointy mm-hmm. ornaments. Kirkland's. Kirkland's. So what, yeah, Kirkland's. So what are y'all doing in your own home? We do now that Lauren... Both. On we, the same I tree? I do a mashup. Uh-huh. Okay. Now, we do a live Christmas tree, but we switch it up. One year, we'll do... Now, we do the the night, the decorations that we get. We collect as we go. You know, right. Okay, of course, we have filler decorations, but one year, we'll do a um, different colored Christmas tree. Then one year, we'll do... Wait, wait. What do you mean? Like, the, I mean, different multicolor lights. Oh, lights. Like, yes. I'm like, well, if you're getting a live tree, I'm it's going to be green. You're right. It's, it's, <laughs> well, um, then we'll, we'll switch up lights. Like, the next year, it'll be a white light. Last year, Lauren decided that uh, we were going to uh, flock the Christmas tree. The well, live I, Christmas tree? Yeah, it yes. was really bad. It, like, yes. instantly killed, killed it. it. The what, fact what does that flocking our, the tree mean? I don't know. Like, the never, spray painting snow. snow on it. And the fact that our house did not burn down last year is still a miracle. <laughs> it was because... After about two days, that tree was as dry as it could get. Wow. How much water I put in it. Wow. All right. So uh, we're going get, to get to holidays. And we're going to talk, talk some more about that stuff. So in day-to-day, your expectations coming in, it sounds like we're pretty much met. That we talked through it and everything thing worked out. Were there any play like, for the chores and the mealtime and... Um, that balance between home life and work life, would you say that that was a smooth transition as you came in or was that difficult? Um, it wasn't necessarily smooth, but it wasn't. We not had to grit our teeth very often at each other. and Yeah, we, and we haven't ugly. ever had like a knockdown drag out about any kind of thing like that, you know, but... I love the the parenthetical nature of the way you said that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, but, you know, we have like... I'm a terrible dish washer, by the way. With our families, we try to make, you know, one night for my parents, one night for his parents, and the rest are our nights. So we we do kind of, you know, bicker about that. Like, what are we going to do in this season of our life? Like, right. our football season, what are we going to do? And it just takes us communicating and walking through that to figure out this is what we're going to do for these three months. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, that's one hard thing is that over the different seasons and sports and activities, everything changes. Mm-hmm. You know, you might be eating dinner at, at home every night for a while, and then you can't yep. because you're at the baseball field or whatever. I will say that one of the strangest things, you know, growing up, you always see the, the parents in the stands that, that are, are driving their kids in sports and kind of acting like jerks. I was actually the parent that would pray that we could lose so we could go <laughs> ahead and be done with this season because track season starting in like two weeks and I really need two weeks without a sport. Um, so, yeah, I, I wasn't like, go, go. I was like, just lay back. It's okay. It's okay. <laughs> All right. So day to day. So one of the other categories that we talked about was the future. So education, uh, what we were going to do as far as buying a home, uh, what do you see as your career path, how many kids we're going to have. How, I remember those conversations seem to go smoothly. How's it looking three years in? Um, good. One of our things that I remember we talked about was holidays. Oh, we're getting there. We're getting there. Okay. And that Slow was, down. that's really, I mean, other than that. Yeah, the career path. I've I just started a new career a month mm-hmm. and a half ago. For the better, it's worked that's out good. well, you know. 
We're not having to drive back and forth to Birmingham anymore. Have to drive back. And but forth. we bought a house shortly after. We shortly got after we finished. Mm-hmm. Um, after we got married, we. Yeah, and uh, after we finished that, we bought a yeah. house. Yeah, I remember that was that we wanted to buy a house. We got some dogs. Yes. Yes, uh, we had <laughs> dogs. Any conflict on the the retirement plan that that sort of thing? Is that that's going along well? So you're just the perfect marriage so far. <laughs> We're still Orange Beach bound. All right. So uh, money, savings, vacations, retirement. You know, one thing I can say, we've honestly never, we don't fight about. We may just say something, but we don't fight about money, and that's very good. That's rare. I, I'm very happy the fact that we we don't fight about money. I can money. say he has never said one word to me about um, <clears throat> my spending. Uh, oh, you're I, the spender. Yeah, yeah most not. couples, somebody comes in, you have one person who's the saver, and they, they like, they, they enjoy looking at the money in the account, and like, yes, we've got that much. And then one person who's the, like, looking on Amazon and going, yes, yes. we have that, <laughs> that much to me. spend. <laughs> and she's not, she's not a bad spender. There are times that you say, but we don't argue about money. We don't fight about it. Good deal. Good deal. Okay, so we'll keep trucking along then. Um, <laughs> you, you mentioned this, and that's the, the fam- expectations. And, and we called that, kind of categorized that as leave and cleave. That uh, the, Jesus quoting the Father in, in the book of Genesis says, And man shall leave his father and mother and cleave to his wife, and the two shall become one. And so that idea of leaving your parents and then cleaving to each other, that you become the team, uh, how's that working out? Good. So... Is well, of course. I remember we're being recorded, but yes. in-laws aren't all up in our group. <laughs> I mean, they are because of the grandkids. Yeah. Sure. That's the that's the big thing. I can say, no, we had we already had a child that's been around for a long time before we came in, and my parents helped me out a lot with him. So obviously, it's but we've grand- done really good. Like when it comes to communicating, like we communicate our schedule, so we. We really honestly have it set out. So, like, Tuesday nights. We know we, what we're about to do in certain times. Now, Tuesday do we do a paper night? calendar or are we? No, we know, we're getting there. We know Tuesday nights and Wednesday nights what to do Tuesday and Wednesday nights. We know Tuesday nights we're going to go to her family's house. On Wednesday nights we're going to go to my parents' house. It's oh, you do that every week? Every, every week. week. Wow. Every week. I bet they love that. Well, it just kind of keeps them out of our hair. <laughs> <laughs> so the parents are, are, aren't up in your grill about uh, other no. issues? The, the, only the grandbabies? They got to have yep. their grandbaby that's, time? got to have the grandbaby time. That well, is, that's good. Yes. That's really good. That is good. That's really good. Is, is. Um, we're going to save holidays to the end because that's usually where we, we talk a lot. And uh, so in child rearing, we, we did discuss some so ideas about discipline. Who's going to be the disciplinarian? How are we going to do this? Who's going uh, who's to change the diapers? Who's going to do all this kind of stuff? And so how has those expectations played out? Oh, I mean... Whoever's got the baby when that dirty diaper yeah. happens is... Oh, so it's, it's like hot potato, but with a baby. Whoever's yeah, well, holding the baby when the mom drops? Really? Exactly. Like if a grandparent's holding the baby... Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'll text my mom and say, hey, we're about to pull up. Carter wants you to come get him out of the car just because I know. Oh, <laughs> that's cold. That is cold. But that's smart, but that's cold. I think disciplinary-wise, oh, we were both kind of raised the same yeah. disciplinary-wise, so... 
we have an idea of what with the baby he's not old enough yet to oh, well, get out the brick and <laughs> not old enough for the brick but he knows uh, he, oh he oh and he he knows i mean y'all see you saw him try to bite me the yes, other day so and he you know. doesn't bite anybody. He he doesn't bite me. He seems to only bite his mother. <laughs> yeah. Yes. It'll pass. So. Yeah, they, they don't stay biting for long. My, my 20-year-olds haven't bit in at least three months. Okay, <laughs> good. <laughs> All right, so uh, we've been leading up to, and I could tell that there was some, some, uh, some issues going on here. Let's talk about holidays. Now, holiday really has two classifications because – one is going to be the leave and cleave aspect of it because you're dealing with, uh, we know some people who from essentially the week before Thanksgiving until the week after New Year's are going from house to house to house to house to house. And that is so stress inducing, especially with kids. Mm-hmm. So, but let's start out though and talk about um, just what we were saying before that what you grew up with is really what you kind of think of as normal and you don't think about uh, the fact that that's just the way that it was for you. The, uh, the example that I always like to use is growing up in in, in the Harrison House in, on Troy Street in North Gadsden, um, we always had a tradition of having chilly Thanksgiving, uh, I'm sorry, Halloween night. And to the point that I, I just always thought that that's what everybody on earth did. <laughs> Everybody has that, and the, that's the first time every year you get to have chili, so you kind of look forward to it. And I found out later that my mom had come up with this scheme to make me, it was a really heavy meal, so I'd be full and I wouldn't gorge on candy because she had stuffed me full of chili. Smart. Brilliant, mm-hmm. but um, that's just kind of my expectation. Same thing with um, with us. We've made an effort at Christmas to kind of, kind of do what you were talking about, Daniel. Of of uh, you know, every year we go to the mall and get one of those cheesy ornaments with the like reindeer on it. Get the family's mm-hmm. names on there. Yes. And when we get the ornaments down, the kids go and find. Oh, I remember this. Uh, 20, yeah, they love yes. them all. 2012. Uh-huh. Oh, the reindeer antlers have broken off of 2013. Let's go get another one K- kind of thing. Or Ruthie going, why am I not on the 2015 uh-huh. one? Because like, you <laughs> wasn't born yet, child. Um, so those kind of traditions and making those kind of memories are great. But if I came in and she wanted a fake tree and I wanted a real tree, then there's conflict there. So. Uh, with the traditional side, let's talk about that first. What, how, what kind of conflicts did y'all? You've already talked about the flocking. Am I getting the term right? Yeah, yes. we we, <laughs> we both know that that is not going to happen again. Yes, we're never flocking. You can burn your not house going down. to flock. Well, okay, maybe maybe just I, like I the went with powdery the, snow, not I, the, like spray paint. Yeah. I went with the idea. I, I accept it. Okay, that's fine. It's what you want to do. That's mm-hmm. fine. But like I said, the fact that our house didn't burn down is a miracle. Have you thought about two trees? Maybe a little eh. flocked tree or a skinny tree or a yeah. tree somewhere else. I could we can just my get outside a, trees. We can get one. We'll, well, then we'll, you'd kill the outside trees. Yeah. They're fake. Wait. What? 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 The ones on the porch? <laughs> she has trees on the porch. Oh, uh, okay. okay. We were both confused. Yeah, I'm like, <laughs> wait, you, the trees in your yard are fake? <laughs> They're much not, easier to take care of. We don't have of. trees in our yard. <laughs> we have very few. They're mainly in the backyard. Gotcha. Gotcha. Okay, so the tree flocking, there's been a little bit, of, and you guys came and seemed to come up with a compromise. Yes. Spe- on the lots and ornament Yes, wise, because we, his family always did 
colored lights. Mm -hmm. I've always done white lights. So we compromise in every other year. So like we did white lights last year. This year we'll do colored lights. Now we're not going to necessarily compromise on the ornaments. I'll compromise on the lights. The the so your line you in the get, sand is... The ornaments you go get as a family, Lauren even, I think she's gradually come to like that more because it's something we go and do. It's right. not something we it's go It's just by. funny because, like, Reed, we let Reed pick them out, and, like, we have a frog on our tree. Like, think, this is weird a, to me. Is it a family <laughs> of frogs? But Reed loves it, so it's a is family it, yeah, of frogs. Yeah, it's a family of frogs. It's like well, five frogs. Family of, I think I've seen that moose. ornament. I think we have a family of moose on there. Yeah. Frogs, things Reed has made, you know. We, now Carter will get to the point where he will start bringing them home. Over the years, our the ornaments have got gradually gotten fancier, I guess. Uh, when Emily and Molly were little, like babies' first Christmas ornaments were plastic and really cheesy looking. Somehow, coming back from Turkey, we lost Molly's first Christmas. And so we ended up having to go to the mall in Birmingham because they had a bigger ornament place and finding the exact cheesy plastic baby's first Christmas and then Molly goes to the lady and is like r walks her through the, the correct date she want, I mean she didn't want it new she wanted it exactly like the old one had to be chipped That's in the same that spot you found it. <laughs> um, so yeah it, it's crazy how those kind of things for kids can and 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 holidays really that's what we're doing we're building memories and um, so we go cut down a tree. Do you really? Every yes. year. Oh, where, where wow. Where do you go? Uh, Hoax Bluff. Has, we went, we've went. we been to Hoax okay. Bluff. Is this a farm or you just go into somebody's yard and ball play? <laughs> it's called <laughs> Old Dairy Farm. It's, it, it is in ball play and Free people do live there. That's right. This episode is brought to you by the good folks at uh, <laughs> yeah. Old Dairy Farm. Old Dairy Farm. Yes, but we and we've gone other places, but I guess last year we've been around to other places out of the way, and last year I guess we found... Um, yeah, old we dairy did one farm. in Henniger, and it was... I mean, the trees were fine. It was Sorry, just a long, long way away. Henniger's <laughs> a long ways away. It was. And when I grew up, we came right here into Glencoe at right. Christmas Tree Farm. That's where we yeah. always came. And so with Reed, it's like, absolutely, two boys, I want to go cut down a tree with them. So how much does it run to, to get up? I'm just curious. They're all... I mean, I guess it depends on how... I how, think last year ours was like 80 bucks. What, 80 bucks, I don't think. And what, you had to maybe? cut it yourself, yeah. and it was still that yeah. much? Well, also, y'all been to our height. house. Do, yes. do they give give you a handsaw or do you? Yes. I would, well, no. no. You can choose, but we get a handsaw and we <laughs> cut it down. You, can you bring your own chainsaw? Yes. And they have chainsaws there, but... But you want to use the handsaw. We want to use the but handsaw. Why do you want to use a handsaw? You're proving my point. Because it's what we grew up. That's what, what you're I used grew to. up doing. And when we figured out, and Lauren, enjoy, we all enjoy it. Reed enjoys it. It's fun. I laugh because Reed's like, oh, oh my gosh, this is so awful. And we, but it's his idea. He wants to go. But cut he's it like down. all for it as soon as we get there. Five minutes in, he's like dying. That's funny. <laughs> and yes. I love it. I <laughs> think it's funny. hilarious. And in Alabama, you can wear shorts and a T-shirt to go cut your tree. Yes. Yeah. yeah. That's yes. awesome. So as we, okay, so Christmas is obviously the we'll big one. This, we'll actually do this Friday. Friday or Saturday. We will go cut down our Christmas tree. Oh, fun. fun yeah, fun. we always get our, we do live too. We always get it right after Thanksgiving. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So as we look at the other holidays, are there any any uh, other tr tr Halloween traditions, for example, or Easter traditions? So... Uh, for the most, Halloween is a 
free for all, right? Yeah. Do whatever's convenient, whatever's e- easy, whatever's, whatever's popular in the yeah. year. That's right. Whatever, yeah. whatever we're gonna have fun. Go to the, the neighborhood. Exactly. Go to the fire hall. Yeah, because yeah. the neighborhoods change. They don't stay the same. That's yes. true. The good neighborhoods, so, candy-filled neighborhoods. Now, mm-hmm. and luckily, really, up until, um, I guess this year, we'll just say the last couple months, our families have always done it. Are have had the holidays at different times, the gatherings at different times. So it's been easy to go from one to the other, or we've had to make a slight adjustment in one to the other. But this year things are changing. Yeah, this year with COVID, everything's a little bit. Yeah. And that's not necessarily just the reason, but that's life changes. Life changes. Life changes. Mm-hmm. And that's, you know what, that, that actually, as your parents get older and their health may, may, decline um i was trying to think of a delicate way to say that uh that things you have to be fluid with some of yes. that mm-hmm. so how have you got what conflicts have you had where you have you had any overlap where it's like your parents always want to do thanksgiving and yes um we've had a few conflicts um my parents always want to go out of town for thanksgiving and his parents volunteer so it's kind of hard. It was hard for we us. We volunteer like for They at want the you community. to go out of town with them? So yes. my parents always oh. want us to go out of town, and his yeah. parents always want us to go and volunteer. So it's been hard to decide, you know, what what do you choose? Where do you go? And so every year we always sit down and we say, okay, well, for one, let's look at our work schedule. Let's see. Are you going to be able to get off work? Am I going to be able to get off work? So this year, neither one of us were able to get off work. So we couldn't go on a trip if we wanted to. And then with COVID, we couldn't volunteer. So we're really not doing anything this year. So it's just we'll do a your little family. Mm-hmm. Well, we'll do a regular Thanksgiving yeah. dinner. Yeah, that, we're just doing our little immediate family. Tom's yeah. parents are... Not wanting to get around all of mm-hmm. us Jeremy people. So with the Easter, do we have, because like North Glencoe for the last eight, nine years, we've done, or seven years, we've done the Forget the Frock. No. And we've, I found, I have had people tell me that we created conflict by doing that because the grandparents who are living away, they want the pictures of, you know. Everyone dressed yes. up. Yeah. So now up. I will say on Easter, we always come, we, you know. We don't ever go. We always come here. We we've never gone anywhere else. But um, we do dress up. We we are the odd man out. And well, a and, lot of people and do. only for the reason of not that like anybody wants a picture. But my mom's grandmother. Mm-hmm. If she was alive, she would come down here and she would smack me right upside the head and be like, <laughs> "For wearing what a t-shirt on you Easter, doing? yes." Wow. Yes. And so it's just yeah. something like it's it's nothing against anybody. Like mm-hmm. it's not that I don't want to wear a T-shirt, but it's just we know on Easter. Yeah. We're all going to match. Well, that was where you when I was a kid, that's where you all got your Sunday suit yeah. for the year. Your Easter suit was going to be that's that's what you're wearing all year. And so I I would always get in trouble because Easter morning I would skin the knees out because I'm looking for eggs and yeah. and the like. So that that's that's kind of a tradition. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so as we've talked through these categories, you guys have done a really good job of showing us kind of the purpose of the categories in that it allows folks to have kind of a framework where really what they're talking about is what they want. And so 
in any argument, discussion, any anything that you're coming into, one person has one set of desires and expectations and wants, and the other person has a different one. And the way to keep that from getting out of hand is, and Lauren said, said it several times, communication. And so we got to talk through that. And the purpose of us talking through expectations, while it's fun and it allows uh, us to kind of get to know you guys and it allows you, it's to give you a platform where you can just discuss this. And there's a lot of times when, as we, we're discussing the categories, uh, that one of the guys will turn to the other and go, really, that's, wait, that's what you think? <laughs> and so, you can apply that to every area of your life. When you do have conflict or you do have hurt feelings, it's usually about the fact that one of you thought something was going to go one way and the other one thought it was going to go the other way and you just kind of miss each other. And so have you all found that that's true in your, your marriage? Yes. Yes. Very much so. So I'm not a great communicator. Just She can't read my mind. I can't read hers. And we both know that. And I still do not communicate as well as I should. I communicate for about one day of the year, and that's because she knows Friday I will not be home Friday at all. What happens Friday? Duck hunting. Duck oh. hunting. And golf tournament. <laughs> that's family, the Friday family, after Thanksgiving? Friday after Thanksgiving and family golf tournament. I oh, will okay. not be at home on Friday. She knows that for several months in advance. Gotcha. 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 That's important. Yes. It is. But you can, there can be this exact same thing that we're talking about. We're talking about it in big terms, but it can actually play out in little bitty terms. Last week we joked about, hey, where do you want to eat? I don't care where do you want to eat kind of thing. And sometimes those kind of disagreements can turn into huge arguments as the expectations aren't met and then it just kind of unravels as it, well, you just don't love me enough to care about where kind of thing. I have a go-to for that. If we're going to go get something, if we're out and it's time to get something to eat and neither of us can throw anything out, I'm going to say... Panda Express. <laughs> because, because Lauren will not eat Panda Express. And I love Panda Express, so if she doesn't want to eat Panda Express... Then I'll tell him where I want to go. Ah, see. <laughs> so, so, you so I've got Panda that. Express. I'm like, no, no, no. So mm-hmm. I've got that part figured out. So do you so. ever get Panda Express? No. Uh, not when I'm with her. Oh, okay. And it doesn't necessarily bother me. It's just that that is my go-to to get her That's to pretty pick because I am not picky. Yeah, there you That's go. That's funny. Well, and see, Anna would always get mad at me because I have restaurants that are on the ban. They've done something. No, that drives me crazy. Like Na- name? Uh, no. no, I'm not going to drop any names. I don't. We don't want any litigation for any, the podcast. Any chains? Uh, quite uh, quite a few. But if they, if they've given me really bad service at one point, or if they they have some political position that I disagree with that they go on the ban and so I will threaten you haven't done that in a long time you did that early on in our marriage it drove me crazy because you had like a whole list and I was like no 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 <laughs> food has nothing to do with any of that stuff I'm eating where I want to eat <laughs> <That's> no <laughs> but yeah there, there's lots of times when if I'm getting bad service I'm like they're on the ban and she's like no <laughs> Um, so, but communication, 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 because nobody can read anybody's mind. And so I will say, so last week he's off every other Friday and on my way home, I caught myself in my head, like, oh, I'm going to be so mad at him. He's been off all day long. And if I get home and he has done nothing, 
nothing to help me around this house. I'm going to be so mad. And then I thought, no, I can't be mad at him because I didn't ask him to do anything. I didn't ask him to do laundry. I didn't ask him to help me unload the dishwasher. And so then I got home and everything was fine. We went and ate dinner. And Did he do your laundry? No. I I folded uh, a mountain of clothes. I cleaned out our carport. See? There you go. I did fold a mountain of clothes, and I, like I told her I would do, that I was going to clean out our carport in the driveway, and I did that. So you were generally following what we, we've called in our, our small group, that, that howl conundrum. If you expect yes. that everything's going to be That's totally right. horrible, if it's not, then you're pleasantly surprised. Right. <laughs> That's why everything went well when she got home, is because I had folded the laundry. There you go. So see, most, you threw him under the bus, and he had done some laundry. I did some laundry. <laughs> Okay, we don't want to have a disagreement right here on the podcast. (laughs) So let me ask you this. Talking about all this stuff before you got married and thinking about it and going through it and kind of sharing with each other what you expected or what you wanted to happen, did that help? Did that make things easier? Yes. Yes, absolutely. For sure. Yeah. I thought it would because we didn't do this. We had no premarital counseling, and it would have been really beneficial. It would have helped, I think. Um, Well, even continuing that, so I will say, so our premarital counseling that we had, I mean, y'all know we loved it. We enjoyed every single minute of it to the fact that we begged y'all for a small group. (laughs) I mean, no brainer. But it has helped us start our week, not just like, go through our week but it's just a fresh start to say okay we're normal y'all are normal everyone else is normal they have the same expectations you know because you get you life gets you and you get so caught up and you're like oh my gosh like yeah and it gets hard when you have unrealistic expectations or you think something oh this is what I think is going to happen but that other person you haven't communicated that with them, and so they don't think that's going to happen. So that's not what happens. Right. You know what I mean? Right. And then you end up in this, you know, your feelings are hurt and everybody's upset. And so it's just... Or my feelings are hurt and he doesn't know why they're hurt. Right. Right. And, and that's one of the things. And that's I know it's a stereotype, but you can't do that. You can't do the, so what's the matter, baby? You know, it's fine. It's fine. If, if you don't know that it's not important kind of stuff. <laughs> yeah, it's... Yeah. Yeah, you have to just speak. You have to say what Mm -hmm. you think, or you're never going to get anywhere. It's not going to be beneficial to anybody. And she tries to act like I don't know, and she gives me the nothing. (laughs) (laughs) Something is, and then I'll pester her till finally she does get mad enough to tell me. Yeah, yeah. And another little thing to think about is that when something is going wrong, you can sort of go about figuring it out backwards by going, okay, what were the expectations here and did they not get met? Mm-hmm. You know, what were you expecting? And yeah. and kind of ask each other that and then you can kind of figure out what what the problem is. And sometimes, you know, it's your own fault. Yeah. I would say for me, a lot of times it's my own fault because what I will do is paint this like Norman Rockwell image in my head of I'm going to go home and it's going to have supper almost ready. The kids are all going to be sitting around the table. I, mean, I don't know why I kind of have this subconscious expectation because it's never happened before. I don't know why it's going to happen now. And and so I get home and I'm in a great mood because I'm, I'm really looking forward to seeing everybody. I open the kitchen door, you know, and the, and the dogs pooped on the step. The kids have, as they came in from school, have strewn, you know, just kind of stripped as they were walking down through the kitchen. 
So I can't even walk through the hallway because there, there are craps everywhere. So by the time I get from my truck to the living room, I'm in a terrible mood. And I don't, need, I don't know why. In my head, I'm not thinking, all these people suck and I wish I had a better family. What, I'm not thinking anything other than there's crap in the floor and there's blah, 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 blah. And so if I'm not careful, then every time I come home, I'm just a jerk. You take it out on everybody. And it's just because I had an expectation of something that's not going to happen. And it's, it's silly. And I'm, I'm trying to discipline myself to kind of have the how perspective of I'm going to go home and it's all going to be crap. And then when I go home and it's not, <laughs> then it's like, ah, oh, well, look at that. <laughs> The dog didn't poop on the yeah. step. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Good stuff. So from the marriage counsel, premarital counseling to now, if you could look back at yourself three years ago when y'all were sitting on that couch in there and you could tell yourself anything, and I want to take you one at a time, Lauren, what would you tell yourself? Oh, that's a hard question. Just huh? right on the spot without I, thinking. I like it. I don't, honestly, I mean, like, our life really hasn't changed that much, like, enough to where I would have been like, oh, I would have done that different. Like, everything's really still kind of, I mean, we haven't ever had, like, I know this sounds so cliche, like, oh, we don't fight, but, like, we really have not ever had, like, a fight where I'm like, I'm out and done. Like, um, yeah. But no, like, I really honestly don't think that. Never even spent time on the couch? Now. No, we do know better now, than that. Daniel's <laughs> rule, remember, was don't ever yeah, I do remember. not yes. come to bed with me. Mm-hmm. Or mm-hmm. Don't ask and me to sleep on the couch. It's his don't bed. He's him. not right. sleeping on the couch. So yeah. a lot of times, like, if I am mad, and I don't even remember why, but one time I did sleep on the couch. I slept on the couch because I was like, I don't even want to be in here. And so I went and slept on the couch. Uh, okay. Well, and, and you know what? Every relationship, not just even every marriage, every relationship has ups and downs. And Obviously, it wasn't that big of a deal because I don't remember why. <laughs> Jandel, do you remember what it was? No. You were tired and fussy. <laughs> you needed some chocolate. I needed some sleep. Yeah. yeah. All right, so, Daniel, what would you tell yourself if you could look back three years ago? You know, like Lauren said, we, we're pretty good, but uh, become a better communicator. Uh, want to do the ditches. <laughs> that's right. No, just that's kidding. Right. That's not going to happen. <laughs> Don't let him um, you. That's not going to happen. That's awesome. Um, I do try and step in and help. If she's doing dishes, I'll step in. and 100 100, not 50 help. 50. There you yes. go. Good deal. Well, hey, guys, I want to thank you for coming today. And uh, this has been another episode of Not Another Church Podcast. Join us next week when we will be taking up marriage again. Uh, everybody, have a great weekend and go serve your king. This has been Not Another Church Podcast with your host, Pastor Tom. Thanks for listening and go serve your team.